This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. I'm Becky Parker-Geist, and I'm your host. Audiobook Connection is your place to learn about the audiobook creative process and for authors to learn valuable tips on producing and marketing your audiobooks. This podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Hello, and thanks for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about how to deal with a visual. Specifically, we're going to talk about a bar graph. And bar graphs are very similar to other data kinds of visuals, such as charts and tables. So I think that there's a lot of value here for anyone who has any of these kinds of data visuals or data-heavy visuals in their audiobook or their book that they're converting into an audiobook. So let's jump right in. So first of all, when you have any kind of visual such as this kind of data visual, you want to look at a couple things. Like one is, is the visual delivering additional information to what you already have in the narrative of the text? If it is there for visual interest or to basically state in a visual way what you have already said in the text, then it makes sense to omit an additional description of it. I would always recommend, however, that you make it available on your website. Now, there are some authors who may have desire, instead of making it available, that they want to really drive sales of their print book or their ebook and use the the opportunity of not being able to see the visuals as an opportunity to then encourage sales of those additional formats. From my perspective, I feel like, well, I've purchased the audiobook, why shouldn't I get as much content as I would receive in the other formats? So that's just my perspective, but you may also want to, for example, say that when you get the audiobook, I will give you the ebook free. Maybe you have the ebook available on your website for sale, and you can give them a special code or something so that they can get it as a free item. That's another possible scenario. One of the benefits of putting the visuals from your book on your website, there's a couple. One, from for you is when you invite people to your website, then they may find that there is actually something more there for them that would really encourage them to stay connected with you. And that's good for you. You may make additional sales as a result of that or get them on your email list. There are a lot of benefits potentially. Another for the listener is that by engaging with you and staying connected with you, that they are more likely to have 
more results, more benefits as a result of engaging more consistently with your content. So it's a win-win bringing them to your website. So I always encourage that. Now, as we then look at how do we describe a data-heavy visual, such as a graph or a chart or a table, how do we describe that in a way that's not going to drive the listener crazy, for one thing, but mainly is how are we going to deliver it in a way that will communicate effectively the message that you are trying to use that visual for? If you have simply included it for visual interest, you know, and you're already describing the, the information, again, just go ahead and omit it or invite them to the website, even better. But typically, these kinds of visuals are containing a lot more information. And so we want to think about what is that information? There are many ways to approach the description of a visual. Sometimes, especially if you're describing something that is like an illustration or a photo or something, there's likely to be a lot more specificity to what it looks like rather than what is it communicating. Now, that's not always true. It could be that in a photograph, you're trying to show that perhaps the way two people are looking at each other is indicating conflict or something like that. Or you'll notice that in this person's hand, they're holding some object. So it's not necessarily that you need to describe the room and where they're standing. In the case of a chart or a graph, what colors are used may be completely irrelevant. In this example that I'm going to draw from and I'm, I'm going to utilize as a sample to describe for you, I'm using an, a, a bar graph that is audiobook sales growth from 2020 to 2021. And I got it from fictionlit.com and just thought this was a good one as it's not too complicated and will give you the idea of how to approach this. So if you felt like it was important to have the full visual picture, then you might start something like this. At the bottom of the chart, there is a light blue dot that indicates June 2020. Next to it, there is a dark blue dot indicating June 2021. The y-axis of the graph starts at the top with 40% and then 30%, 20%, and 10%. And this is indicating the share. On the x-axis, we have going across paperback, hardback, ebook, and audio. The audio includes both physical and downloaded. Now, on the sample that I'm doing, I have blocked off a few at the end. There was other, there was board books. Just for simplicity in helping you understand how to approach this, I have just omitted those. So when we get to talking about numbers, if you're very detail-oriented, you'll probably note they won't add up to 100% because I have omitted those smaller segments. And, and then we would say, in the first column, indicating the paperback sales, 
the light blue, indicating June 2020, is about the same height as the dark blue, indicating June 2021. At the top of each, the numbers show us that the sales for June of 2020 were 35.4%, and for 2021, 35.3%, a 0.1% difference, a decline. And then I would move on to the other format. So I could describe it in that way and give a picture for someone to imagine, but that may be a much harder way to actually process the information especially if what you're really trying to communicate is a trend or relative information. So a trend, if we're trying to indicate a trend, we might say, when you look at the chart, you'll see that the trends for paperback and hardback and ebook all indicate that the sales have gone down in terms of their percentage. On the other hand, audiobooks are showing a marked increase. So that would be one way to show a trend and some comparative, and mostly a trend. Another way to describe this might be that you'll see in the chart that compared to paperbacks, which hold a 35.4% market share in 2020, Audiobooks only held an 8%, less than one quarter of the percentage. However, if you look at June of 2021, although paperback formats have declined only very slightly, audiobook formats have increased dramatically, so that it is now, in 2021, showing over 25% of the same amount in paperback. Now, as you can tell, I'm, I'm winging this a bit, and you would always want to write out a full description, but I'm trying to give you an idea of different ways that you can approach how to describe this kind of visual. Let's take a short pause, and we'll come right back and talk some more about things you'll want to consider when you're dealing with your data-heavy visual content. Thanks. Here at Pro Audio Voices, we love working with authors who have a big goal in mind. They really want to reach out to their audience around the world. We're here to help make that happen. It starts with our pre-production process, where we're evaluating and determining what elements of the audiobook we can leverage to both create an excellent listener experience for your listeners, as well as drawing them to your website to engage with you further. It continues on through the production process, making decisions that will enhance and support your big goals, as well as creating a great listener experience. But we don't stop there. Once the audiobook is live, we move on to helping you market your audiobook with the Audiobook Marketing Program. Come check us out at ProAudioVoices.com. To schedule a call to talk about your audiobook project, click on Get Started. Okay, so now let's take a look at another kind of information. In this case, we're going to look at a table. And I've pulled a uh, just an image from the internet for uh, use as an example. 
this is a disability rates, a table. And so what we're seeing here, again, we have the opportunity, if we feel it's important, to indicate what colors are being used and how the chart is laid out. But in this case, I'm going to say that is not especially of value to our listener. So in this table, we have indicated the height for both males and females, and then a rate that is associated with that height. In this particular chart, it doesn't indicate what the numbers actually mean for each of these heights, but we'll just say that probably it's weight. Okay, we'll just treat it as weight. Obviously, if you were describing a, a table, you would want to let people know what the numbers are actually representing. But here's, in this case, we have heights ranging from 5 foot 0 inches to 6 foot 11 inches, and there is a row for each additional inch going up. And then we have for the male and female, we have an indication of the weight for each of those that relates to their height. What we can see is, and this is where you're going to want to analyze your data. If you want to give them each of those numbers, you certainly can, if that's what matters. What you might want to do instead is look at the relative numbers. So the male numbers with each inch, it goes up about four to five, usually about five pounds per segment per inch. And you look through the entire list and see if that's true. It might be five to six pounds per inch. And then again, look through the female change and see it tends to be about two to three inches or two to three pounds and see if that is consistent. In some, it looks like it jumps up to five pounds. So look at what those trends are overall. And perhaps that is a way that your listeners are going to better be able to absorb and comprehend the data that you're trying to convey to them. Just to really sort of wrap up again and to remind you of what are the main things that you want to take into consideration when describing this kind of visual? Number one, you want to make it available in some visual format, whether that is free on your website or through one of your other formats. You might even say, I'll email it to you. All you have to do is send your email or you know, sign up here. That way, you are ensuring that you'll get their email address, make sure that they're clear that they're opting in, and then you can provide that information for them by through email. So there are some different options for you there. So how are you going to provide the visual content? The second is, what is your overall goal in terms of the information that you're conveying? What will be most valuable, most important, both to your listener, but also to reinforce the points that you're making in your narrative text? If you are making a point about trends and then you just jump into a full description and you start giving lots of numbers, 
you're more likely going to lose your listeners than if you highlight the trends in a description of the visual. So you want to think about what is your goal, and then you want to carefully look at your data to figure out what's going to be the clearest, most succinct way to describe the information and the content, the data that is in your chart or graph or table, that data-heavy component that you're trying to share. I hope that that's clear. I hope that it's uh, valuable to you. If you have questions about this, please reach out to us at proaudiovoices.com. We love helping authors and audiobook um, you know, people in our industry help solve these problems so that our listeners are able to really fully enjoy their audiobooks and get the most that they can from them. We are here to make an impact in the world, and the way that we do that is by helping authors make an impact in the world. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us for Audiobook Connection, behind the scenes with the creative teams. Please take a moment to subscribe at audiobookconnection.com. The podcast is sponsored by Pro Audio Voices, helping great stories come alive through audiobook production and marketing. Learn more at proaudiovoices.com. Again, thanks for being with us, and please join us next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.